you're trying to play it cool, but you can't help but notice that your friend Tasha just mentioned hanging out with your other friends last weekend. Again, without you. It's the second time this month that they've all gathered together and failed to include you in the invitation. What do you do here? Do you call her out? Do you feel weak by admitting it hurts your feelings? Or do you totally drop it and pretend it doesn't bother you at all? Today, I'm going to talk to you about the ABCs of managing your feelings when you're left out. And I'm inviting my Instagram friend, Noelle Rhodes, who's the host of The Friending Show, to come and lend her insights to the discussion. Now, let's talk about how to deal with it. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. So there are five things you need to keep in mind the next time you're feeling a little left out. And to help you remember what these five things are, I put them alphabetically, A, B, C, D, E, like the ABCs of dealing with rejection. And I know right now you're looking at me like, Danielle, really? Yes, really. Let me have this. Okay. As I walk through these steps, I'm going to insert pieces of my conversation with Noelle because she seriously drops some gems and gives you some insight into how to manage your feelings whenever you notice, hey, I haven't been invited again and I'm not sure how to feel or how to respond. So let's jump right in. The first thing that you need to consider is avoiding assumptions. So the A is for avoiding assumptions. Your first thought is going to be that it's some kind of conspiracy, that those three women who got together decided not to invite you, that they had an entire conversation where like, should we invite Stephanie? No, we shouldn't invite. Okay, you're right, we shouldn't. That's your first thought. And what's so dangerous about this is we often begin to operate based on a narrative that we told to ourselves. Instead, I want you to consider, just consider, the possibilities. One, is it possible that that was an organic last minute decision? You know how you're at coffee with one friend and then you find out somebody else is in the area and you're like, oh my gosh, come swing by. You have no idea how that manifested. The second thing I want you to consider is if they left you out intentionally, but to protect you. I know that there have been some outings with friends and they maybe knew that I wouldn't have enjoyed myself because maybe they were going to have certain conversations. Maybe you guys were doing like a mom's only outing to, you know, um, talk about, you know, running the house and being a mom and oh gosh, and you don't necessarily want to invite the single friend because you're trying to protect her interests or you don't want her to be bored or you fear she won't be able to relate. Any sort of seasonal life change you will feel left out. So like when you first get married or right, like all your single friends are planning this getaway and they forget to invite you and you're like, oh, but you have a husband. Like you still want to come? Yes, I still want to come, you know? Or then when you have a baby and like your friends who don't have kids, like they're, they're going out late and you can't do that anymore or you're going to pay for it in the next day, you could feel left out. Or then your kids go to school and um, you do like stuff with the other mommies and then everybody goes to a different school for middle school. So you don't have any people anymore, but you see these people are still hanging out here and they didn't invite you. It's like every season of life kind of can create this little crack of feeling left out and feeling alone. And it's one of those things I think as women, 
we are constantly refiguring our friendships and the level of intimacy that we have with women will change whether you like it or not, depending on the season. You know, when you become an empty nester, it changes again. The people that you were sitting next to at the basketball game, watching your son play basketball, you probably aren't talking with every single day because you're not arranging carpools anymore. And you could stop and go, oh my gosh, I feel so alone. I don't have anybody. But that's not necessarily the case. It's just all the little levels of intimacy have dialed back or have dialed up. And so you just need to take a step back sometimes and go, okay, is this the group that I need now? And you're always going to have like your rock solid friends. You, that's what you need. You need those, like, they're there for you no matter what, whether you're, you know, 18 or 85, but then there are these social circles, these friendship circles that I think do change with where you're at, you know? Now the B in the ABCs of managing your feelings around rejection is to consider behaviors that you're blind to. Are you blind to behaviors that you have done that have made it so that people don't want to invite you? Noelle and I had this conversation and she mentioned one of the things that she herself has been guilty of and has seen in the women that she works with who unintentionally do this one thing and it signals to people to not invite you out. And I can personally say there were a few years ago when my kids were little we had a bunch of friends who didn't have kids and they would always hang out on a Sunday night and for a long time they would invite us to like do this Sunday night thing but if you got little kids you ain't hanging out on a Sunday night you're putting your kids to bed you're getting ready for the week so I always said no thank you you know and then I realized they stopped inviting me and then I'm seeing them hanging out on social media and I'm all offended. Like, oh, they, they don't bother to ask me to come anymore, you know? And my husband's like, Noel, we've been saying no to them for a year. They've gotten the hint. They're not inviting us, you know? And I think there's that too. Like we, we can sort of train our friends to not invite us by saying no to stuff or being chronically busy. Oh, I would love to come when I'm busy. Oh, I'd love to come when I'm busy. And that's also a form of rejection to them. So we need to kind of recognize that a little bit as well. Like, have I been so stinking busy with real life stuff? Like, hey, that's life gets busy. But have I been so busy that I've said no so many times that they think I'm not a valid, like I'm not a priority in their life. So they've moved on and they've gotten different people or they're hanging out with these people. And if that's the case, again, it's an opportunity for conversation and say, Hey, I know I've been busy and I haven't been there. I noticed you guys got together last week, but I want, you know, I'm ready to open up space to hang out again. Ouch. That hurts. Right. I know that it definitely applies to me. I want us to also consider, am I pleasant when I'm around people? Am I inviting to people? Am I friendly when we get together? Do they have to do the social labor when we're together? Am I a good conversationalist? Now, again, I know some of us are getting defensive right now. I'm like, oh, wow, you're blaming me. But no, I'm telling us to consider these things. Because if when I get together with my friends, I've fallen into the practice of being a chronic complainer, or I don't really contribute at all and it's like pulling teeth for them to get me to participate and contribute to the conversation, then how can I expect them to elect to invite me out? Is it an overall pleasurable, enjoyable experience for them to have me there? This is not to make you feel like I came for you or I know people say like, wow, I feel attacked. 
okay? But for us to say, oh, shoot, I didn't even think about that. I guess I could be like a little friendlier. That's the whole point is self-awareness so we can self-correct and then do better. The C and the ABCs of managing your feelings around being left out stands for communicate. Girl, just say it. You have two options here. One's a question, one's a statement. So you can either ask if you've contributed in any way to them not inviting you. So saying like, hey, have I done anything? Because I noticed you guys have hung out a couple times um, over the past couple weeks and I would love to come, but I know uh, you haven't asked me. I haven't said anything to like offend you or make you feel weird or anything like that, have I? That way it puts it on you and it gives an opportunity for them to say, well, actually, you know, Susan's been feeling a little weird since you guys last hung out and you said this, whatever. But it opens a door for a two-way dialogue. The other option you have is just to make the statement, to make it known that you're interested. So option B looks like saying, hey, I saw you guys went to the coffee shop. Oh, so cute. I've been eyeing that place for a while. It looks so fun. Well, listen, the next time you guys go out, let me know because I'd love to get some girl time and, and hit up some spots. I'm, I'm kind of going stir crazy here in the house. But that way it's more of a statement. It doesn't sound accusatory and it lets them know I would like to come so that if there was any reason before of why they were not inviting you or thinking you were busy or whatever, you've eliminated that and you've made it very clear that you'd like to be involved. If they are your people that you have spent time with and all of a sudden you're like, wait, they're not inviting me to things anymore. That's when you really do have to get a bit of moxie and and have a very frank conversation. Now, again, you mentioned I'm from New Jersey, so we are a little bit more, you know, we're a little bit in your face about it, but you do have to say, Hey, uh, I've noticed you guys like stop, like, you know, calling me for things to go out. Like, why is that? Sometimes you just have to kind of call it out. They may not even realize they're doing it, or maybe they just don't want to admit to it. But sometimes I think a little light needs to be shine on what's actually happening otherwise what i would tend to do is not say anything at all and give the silent treatment and just kind of withdraw and isolate myself even more and then i'm just like terribly lonely and loneliness is the worst kind of poison for anyone's mind so you know i think that you have to ask yourself are these my people and if they are my people then i need to ask why aren't my people including me now, the D and the ABCs of managing your feelings around rejection is for defining your desire. Why did you want to be invited in the first place? Why did you want to be included with these people in the first place? It's worth taking some time to identify. One of the things I would encourage anybody to do when they feel those feelings of rejection is to first ask a very important question. Do I really want to hang out with these people? Because sometimes I think we have made certain social groups, even in your 40s, the cool kids. And we think, well, if I'm invited by them, then I must be rocking in life somehow. But maybe they're not actually that very welcoming and friendly and open-minded. They may not be those people. So the first thing I always say to anyone is, do you really like, are these your people? Like, are these the people that you want standing next to you at your mother's funeral? Like, are these the ones? Are they going to show up for you? If they're not, it's not even worth wasting your time fretting over the fact that you weren't invited. Find your people and work on that. Don't waste your energy on, on the fact they haven't picked you. But if and finally, the E stands for extend your own invitations. 
I can't tell you how many times I've seen this, not only in my reading, but in the friendship coaching sessions that I do every single week. A lot of us complain about not being pursued, desired, having others initiate. And I get it. That feels good. We all want to be seen and we want to feel like we are so interesting and worthy and loved that people are reaching out and asking for a friendship. I get that. I don't think that desire will ever go away. But if the action with that desire is to wait passively to be invited, well, then girl, will you really go anywhere? You know, anybody who's going, friendship is so easy. I'm going, do you have friends? Because I study friendship. Danielle, you study friendship. I still have friendship problems. And yeah. a lot of that has to do with me and my insecurities. So I just want to encourage anybody who feels like, why don't, gosh, why don't I have this? Figure it out. Nobody does. We're always growing and learning how to be a better human being. And part of that is learning how to deal with, put the big girl pants on when we get left out and have conversations, but also knowing when we have to dial back some friendships that aren't, that aren't for the right now. And it doesn't yeah. mean, by the way, that they will never come back because I've had friendships that have kind of fizzled out over the years and now are very vibrant because our seasons have aligned again. Look at that. Those boomerang friendships. I know. They, they're real. They're real. That's why I don't want to burn any bridges, you know? Hmm. Uh, Too true. So. Too true. true. So I'm glad to have you come and lend your voice to the conversation on the show. Can you share with ladies where they can listen to your show and where they can learn more yeah. about what you've got going on? Yes. So my podcast is called Friending and it's really anywhere you can listen to podcasts. But if you want to follow us on Instagram, it is at Friending Show. And uh, I'm also on Instagram too. So if you want to make friends with me there, my name is Your Friend Noel on Instagram regardless of whether or not a group of women invited you to something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change at all who you are and what you have to offer. So let me throw on an F for just go on and flatter yourself and remember who you are, what you have to offer, and how amazing you are as a friend. So if you're looking for support as you go through all of this, know that you're not alone. We got you and we've got resources for days. So I'm here for you and I am rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships.